Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I guess uh, you could call our next segment, uh, I guess it, the inevitable is, is probably the best way to describe uh, what came out of, uh, of uh, Ottawa today. Canada's federal privacy watchdog uh, launched a joint investigation with three provinces into the controversial social media site uh, TikTok, the application. Uh, the federal privacy commissioner, along with three other uh, privacy watchdogs in uh, Quebec, Alberta, and right here in BC, are jointly investigating um, the streaming application. Um, What they want to do at its core is sort of dig into whether TikTok's practices are in compliance with Canadian privacy legislation and whether there's meaningful consent uh, that is obtained for the collection and use of personal information. Uh, They want to see if the company is meeting transparency obligations. Now, we must remind ourselves that TikTok, while you download it onto your phone, uh, it's uh, owned by uh, a Chinese parent company called ByteDance. And any company with a head office in China, under Chinese law, uh, has to cooperate with the Beijing government if they require any information, because ultimately any company operating in China is ultimately answerable to the Communist Party uh, and the government there uh, in Beijing. And if they say, I want to see the information that you have on you as a TikTok user, the parent company technically has to provide that information. Joining us now to talk a little bit about uh, all of this uh, privacy and uh, personal information that sometimes you do give up uh, to some of these sites is Andy Barrar. He's a, he's a tech and digital lifestyle expert at handyandymedia.com. Andy, thank you for be- joining us today. Hi, Jazz. Hi. So did this surprise you when this announcement came out? No, the only thing that surprised me, it took long, this long, Jazz, <laughs> because we, we've known about TikTok for a long time, about the dangers. You know, the U.S. government bans it on their devices. The U.S. military doesn't allow it on their devices. India banned TikTok outright in 2020. Jazz, even the Taliban in Afghanistan has banned TikTok because they think it's misleading their youth. So we've known about the dangers of TikTok. And I, I've been just wondering, like, wh- what's it going to take? And I'm just so happy that we finally heard about this announcement that they're going to have this joint investigation and get really into the nitty gritty of their privacy policy and the things that we, and especially the youth, Canadian youth, are are uh, consenting to when they put TikTok on their smartphone. Do you think that they will be able, able to accomplish much in regards to providing greater security and safety for users? Well, I hope that they ask a lot of questions because if you look inside the privacy policy of TikTok, it says that it's going to collect information you provide in the context of composing, sending, or receiving messages. Now, that's inside or outside of TikTok. So every text message you send to somebody, TikTok, you're basically consenting that they can look at that. Even if you don't even send that message, it's looking at every single keystroke that you do on your smartphone. And I hope the privacy commissioner asks TikTok, Why? Why do you need to know about this for Canadian youth who just want to watch dance videos? Why do you have to make them consent to this? And I think that's the issue because it really is 
data harvesting. Is TikTok data harvesting for the Chinese government? That's the big concern for countries around the world. And particularly, it, they got our youth. 76% of teens from the age of 18 to say up to 24, 25 have TikTok on their phone. That's three out of every four kids are using TikTok on a daily basis. And we need to get to the bottom of this to see if we should allow this or if changes need to be made. And so just to confirm what you just said, so if if I have, let's say, I have TikTok downloaded on my phone, the app itself, I'm not using the app, but I'm just sending a text message that, like everybody else does. TikTok technically has access to that 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 text message? Yes, yes. You've consented that they could look at that text, text message. And also, you consent that it can know what your phone model is, your screen resolution, the current operating system you have, your phone number, your email address, your, your location, even your contact list. TikTok knows your entire contact list. And I just don't understand why. Why did we allow this? Because when someone downloads an app, Jazz, you and me, we know... Nobody reads the terms. No. We just go, we just go accept, accept, accept. We need access to this, accept, accept. And so that's why we need the privacy commissioner to go and look into that and to understand what are you doing with that data? Are you just data harvest? Like why? Why do you have that data? What's the intent? And I think that's what we have to figure out. I mean, even just uh, in regards to it as a tech firm trying to harvest data is one thing. But when a company is answerable to the communist government of China, I mean, what would stop them to say, I need information, even if they are in Beijing, of this potential TikTok user. They happen to live in Vancouver and, you know, they go to protests, uh, protesting uh, the Chinese government's treatment of Uyghurs in China. Based just on that, if that person is a TikTok user, China, the government itself, could go to ByteDance, the parent company, and say, get that individual's email potentially, uh, his text messages, what he or she likes to look at on TikTok as well. I mean, that technically, whether or not even even through harvesting data, just the access to simple things like that, it's technically that information could go to the Chinese government. Do we actually think that someone at ByteDance is going to say no to the Chinese government if they ask for a request of this information? That's why we need to know where this data goes. Is it living on Canadian servers or is it going back to China uh, onto their servers? Another thing, Jazz, is the TikTok version in China. The government, the Chinese government actually limits that to about 40 minutes a day for the youth, and they promote science and education videos. Whereas in North America, they have it unlimited. You can watch it as much as you want, and it's just these little dance crazes and TikTok challenges. So if you imagine what's going to happen in 20, 30 years when you have the Chinese youth who have only 40 minutes of TikTok a day looking at science videos, and then you have North American audiences looking at dance videos, uh, what's going to happen in 20, 30 years when they grow older. And I think that's the major concern about TikTok. And it's the reason why I won't let anyone in my family use it because I just I just don't trust it. And that's why I'm so happy that we're going to have this investigation in Canada to really get to the bottom of what is TikTok and why? Why are they collecting so much data about our youth? Well, I mean, it, if the U.S., as you said, has already banned TikTok on government cell phones and the U.S. military has. Countries like India have just banned TikTok outright in their country. They have access to Facebook and, and Twitter and all those other apps, of course. I mean, I'm not sure what we're waiting for. It, it should be, not never mind concerned to our government and, and national security. It should be concerned to all our all parents out there because there's something fundamentally wrong the way you've explained it to me. 
that when you say yes to an app, they have access to everything in your phone. And why would you allow that? Like, why would you want anybody to be doing that? Well, just today, the European Union, the body itself, won't allow anyone to use TikTok on their devices. And so that should tell you something. Let's put it this way, Jazz. We stopped Huawei from coming into Canada and using their 5G networks, their telecommunication infrastructure, because we were worried about, you know, the Chinese government accessing the telecommunication system in Canada. However, for some reason, we allowed TikTok to be installed on the apps of pretty much every teenager in Canada. And at the same time, they're looking at every single data stroke, every location, everything that they're doing on their phones, TikTok has the consent to, to be tracking all of that. That's the big worry. I just don't understand how we could allow Huawei to not be in Canada and then allow a company like TikTok to be in Canada. It just like, never made sense if, to if, me. If you put it that way, the Communist Party of China lives on your phone. It's called, just called TikTok. It's, it's, totally, it's brilliant, though. It's brilliant. Oh, what they've done is brilliant when you is. take a step back. Yes. It is. And we're gonna, just going to be addicted to... Uh, uh, videos that are, are geared towards what we want to see, dance videos, as you say, and uh, <laughs> yet they won't present it to their own kids in China. It says a lot. Andy, thank you so much. Thanks, Jazz.